This is On Point, and my name's David Peck, and we are back with our next segment, and we are going to be talking about uh, uh, the so-called affordability plan. Jay Goldberg is here with us. He's the Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Jay, thanks for joining us here on the show tonight. Great to be with you. So how would you spend $4.5 billion? Well, I'll tell you, this was a sorry excuse for an affordability package. Uh, We're in a crisis where we've seen the highest inflation rates in decades. We're seeing households having to pay $1,000 more this year than last for food. And, uh, you know, the Trudeau government, they really came out today and said uh, they gave us a nothing burger. Um, There's a little bit there with the GST credit increasing those for some folks. That can be a good thing. But the reality is we need to leave more money back in people's pockets to begin with. And we have to make sure that we're doing it for people all across the country. Mm. The the specific GST announcement that was made today is going to help less than a quarter of Canadians. And we need help across the board. So so it's focusing on uh, a select group and not not it's not as comprehensive as you'd like it to be. It's not as comprehensive. It, I mean, it is helping those who are making less than $41,000. Obviously, that can be a positive thing. But uh, mm-hmm. when you live in a big city like Toronto, um, you know, and you're earning, say, 60, 65, you need a break. And look, provinces like Saskatchewan and Quebec have come up with $500 checks. We've seen the government here in Ontario, the government uh, in Newfoundland and elsewhere cutting the gas tax. And the Trudeau government is just kind of standing pat and, and re-announcing announcements that they've already made. Mm, so you're you're leaning more towards rhetoric rhetoric than than um, uh, meaningful change. Well, meaningful change would have meant leaving more money in the pockets of taxpayers in the first place because they're the mm. best ones to figure out how to spend it, whether it's on food, on shelter, on clothing. And I think there's an important point to be made here. Canadians now, and th- this is a new statistic. This is this year. They're paying more in taxes than they're paying for food, shelter, and clothing combined. So, you know, the tax burden here is very real. We have to address it. And the Trudeau government just isn't doing that. Jay, did you ever watch The West Wing? You know, the show I'm talking yes. about, the Aaron, the Aaron Sorkin show. I I, I, have, I I ignored it for years. And finally, I ended up watching it. And I, I loved what I loved about the show was that, you know, it was whether you were you know, politically motivated to watch it, or you were just watching it for entertainment's sake, there was this group of people who were trying to make a difference. You know, they were, they were sincere and so on. There's one great scene where it just, it just hit me. I hadn't even thought about this before where CJ, who's the press secretary, they're talking as a group and um, the president starts to talk about, you know, trying to make contact with, you know, regular folk. And we've got to, you know, we've got to meet people where they're at and so on. And um, she says something like, we run the risk of, 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 of appearing out of touch. And it, the reason is because the president doesn't know what a, uh, well, I guess we would say a bag of milk costs, but a, a carton of milk costs. And then the young guy who's working with him, he immediately knows how much it costs. He knows what coupons you need to get it from Safeway for cheaper. And it's just, it's a really beautiful scene, this, this idea, you know, the, the gap widens, you know, between the policymakers and the people on the ground. You're seeing that in this, this plan? Absolutely. I mean, there was a story out recently about the thousands and thousands of dollars the Trudeau household is billing taxpayers for in terms of food. Uh, That bill is out of control. I believe it's over $12,000 in a month we've seen. And at the same time, you have Canadians who are lining up at the grocery stores 
finding every coupon they possibly can, whether it's on an app or on the flyer they get in the mail, because food prices are up $1,000 over last year. And the Trudeau government, they're out of touch on that. And I, I think just Justin Trudeau really doesn't understand what people are going through, what inflation that's near 10%, what that actually means for folks. I mean, people who are sitting in the House of Commons, they've gotten three raises during the pandemic. So maybe mm. they're able to cover that gap. But, you know, average people aren't. And inflation is way outpacing any kind of wage gains in this country. And that's a huge problem. What about the dental benefit? I mean, I know this is something, and, and maybe you might have some comments here on the whole sort of NDP liberal coalition. I don't know if you can call it a coalition, but uh, the, 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 there was a, a, a direct payments of up to $1,300, but it was it came with footnotes. It did come with a lot of footnotes. And I think what we have to be skeptical of is the fact that we have a deficit that is so large right now, that's well over $50 billion. The Trudeau government's doubled the national debt. So we need to make sure that when we're pursuing programs at the federal level, that they're paid for. Our spending is way too high as it is. And as you said, this is a program with a whole bunch of asterisks. Obviously we'll have to see the details. But I think people who uh, would qualify for this program, rather than just uh, potentially getting some money to help with dental care, would love to see money in their pockets mm. via check, via lower taxes, so that they can spend it on what they desperately need, whether that's dental care, whether that's eye care, whether that's the grocery store, the gas station. People need more money in their pockets and in their wallets, and that ought to be the priority. You know, Jay, it's interesting. We Everybody likes getting a check in the mail. Everybody likes getting cash in the envelope at Christmas, or at least I'm going to say most people do. I, I don't know that anyone wouldn't, but perhaps there are some out there that would prefer a wrapped gift. I'm, 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 I might be one of those too, but but what I guess my point is we, we all appreciate gifts. So so it, I can't get away, though, from the, the political rhetoric behind that as well you know like there's something to this announcement this even even the name of it affordability plan I, do you do you sort of bend towards the cynical when when you see this kind of thing well look uh when you see an affordability plan that's four and a half billion dollars and we know that the government is already running huge deficits we're having mm -hmm. more money printed from the bank of canada more inflation all of this extra government spending is just going to make life more expensive because of you know the inflation that's going up the interest rates what's going on with the bank of canada having to print money to fund all of this so this is not an affordability plan you do not roll out new money to spend to try to make life more affordable. You mm. need to leave more money in the pockets of people to begin with to make life more affordable. And if you want to get inflation down and if you want to get interest rates down, then you have to control government spending. And the government, this Trudeau government is not doing that whatsoever. Is there anything to the timing of this, do you think? Is, is, is that got your heckles up in any way? Well, look, we've been waiting for the government to come out with an affordability plan for a long, long time. We've seen certain provinces come out and address a long time ago. We saw the gas tax cuts. Uh, we saw the checks coming in Saskatchewan and Quebec. We've seen all kinds of action. We've seen action in countries around the world. Dozens of countries are cutting their gas taxes. The Trudeau government delayed and delayed and delayed and just re-announced a whole bunch of things that they say is going to make life more affordable, but it's just more government spending, so it's going to make life less affordable. 
And yes, the so-called affordability announcement that comes out today at a time when people desperately need help, uh, you know, four and a half billion dollars of additional spending, that's not help, that's not an affordability plan. Any kind of plan for affordability has to start with more money in people's pockets to begin with, taking less money from them and leaving it so they can spend it to address the cost of living crisis that they need to address. Yeah, the cost of living crisis, that, that, that is a real issue for so many folks. Um, Jay, is, hmm, is this about, again, you know, I, I'm going to go back to the West Wing story. Is this, sir, we may, we may appear out of touch. You know, CJ says to the president, is, is that what we're talking about here? Well, I think that for the government to come out with a so-called affordability plan that, um, you know, doesn't help the majority of Canadians, that doesn't leave more money back in people's pockets, that just reiterates commitments on dental care and things like that. Yeah, it really does seem out of touch. If you want to come out and say there's an affordability crisis and we're here to help, then you need to say, you know what, we're reducing tax rates where we're going to do something to leave more money in your pockets, because how can people make life more affordable if they don't have the money in their pockets to buy the things they need? Uh, that's the key problem. And with the government running deficits, printing money, we're seeing inflation going up. As I said before, the food bill for the family is up $1,000 this year over last. Well, how are you going to pay for all of these extra expenses at the grocery store if the government's running out and saying, well, guess what? We're spending an extra four and a half billion dollars and that's not going to help lower prices. It's not going to help you pay your grocery bill. But, you know, we're, we're coming out. We're feeling good. We're making an out of touch announcement. And that's what it was. We're making an out of touch announcement. That's that's the soundbite for sure. I was um I was getting a, a new pair of glasses as, uh, or hoping to get a new pair of glasses. And I was watching, listening to a very uncomfortable conversation between a mom and, and I'm assuming her daughter it may not have been, but it was what, you know, why is it that you always go for the most expensive things? And it was this dialogue back and forth. And she ultimately ended up paying in cash uh, which is a good thing. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going negative on that, but it was just that the dynamic of it was one that said, we're, we're in crisis. You know, we, we are a vulnerable family. We don't have a lot of money. And there were some raised voices. And as I said, it was kind of uncomfortable, but it gave me, um, I was just a little bit closer to the the reality of what the, uh, this, this, you know, so-called affordability plan should be really all about. Absolutely. And, you know, the summer is supposed to be the time when politicians fan out across the country and listen to their constituents. And the Liberals were just in New Brunswick, the Liberal caucus, to talk about preparing for the fall, what they've learned. And so this was the announcement that came after a long summer of supposedly talking to everyday people. Well, if they would have talked to everyday people, their announcement would not have been the announcement that it was today. Their announcement would have been, we are going to give money back to folks. Mm -hmm. We are going to lower tax rates altogether. We're going to tackle inflation. We're actually going to tackle inflation, not just say that it's a global problem. Uh, certainly, there is a global element to it, but government here is helping to cause the problem in Canada. If these people genuinely listen to their constituents as they fanned out across the country this summer, we would not have seen the announcement that we saw today. It would have looked very different. And it's just clear that they were not listening to Canadians.
Yeah, Jay, I think that's incredibly insightful. This whole idea it's come up, it's been a theme and I think been a bit of a thread over the last few shows that I've been a part of is this idea of listening. And it's just it's just so important uh, to be able to empathize and to, to, to not sit on the edge of your chair waiting to announce or, you know, waiting to say your next piece, but to actually sit back and, and, and take it in. Don't come in with your clipboards and your, and your, um, you know, your, your project, uh, Gantt charts, but, but just take a step back and embed and listen. And I, I think that's a great takeaway for, for all of us, frankly, but definitely for politicians and policymakers. Jay, thanks for joining us tonight on the show. Jay Goldberg, he's the Ontario director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Appreciate your time tonight, Jay. Great to be with you. You've been listening to On Point and my name is David Peck.